Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Ross. Hi, Tom. And Joey. Hey. And Mike. Hey. So today, I want to talk about risk a little bit, because I've been reading a book, Movement and Experimentation in Young Children's Learning. Now, it's not quite exactly what it sounds like, (laughs) because it's not always about physical movement. It's always about learning is a moving process, okay. and it's hard oh. to and, and it's really hard to pin it down. But midway through the book, I came across a paragraph that really piqued my interest. And the, the author, her name is Lissalot Mar- Mariette Olson. She talks about a risk society, in which it becomes more and more important to prevent anything from happening. And she goes on to say that what happens then is that we are now governed by fear. So that really got me thinking, and I, and I came up with a couple questions I'd like to throw out for us to respond to. Mm-hmm. The first one was, who manages risk, and what is their role in managing that risk? I think there's an adult role, and I think there's a child role. Yeah, and you can definitely, you, there are those kids that, aren't so good at it and you know mm-hmm. as a teacher you always or you quickly learn I've got to <laughs> I've got to walk to that kid or I got to be close to that kid yeah. anytime we're outside or anytime we're you know using scissors or yeah and when you talk about adults and kids it's also who you got to almost go a step back and who recognizes the risk because I think there's risks mm. that adults manage because kids don't know that they exist yet depending depending on the child right and, and then, the developmental level and I'm I'm seeing it as Self versus other, in that, and we're talking specifically uh-huh. about children in this kind of uh-huh. capacity. But I think the same thing where you yourself have to internalize and recognize what the risk or the value is, and then or somebody else is going to do it for you, whether you agree to it or not. So I think right. in this case, I'm I'm now maybe again with the kind of politically charged kind of world where or country we're living in at the moment. But the idea of what is risk, what's going to be safe or not safe, in the again the ideas of these potential things versus what really is going on. And I think, in a sense, that's what children are doing. They're learning in this early childhood realm that this is something I feel safe doing or I do not feel safe doing. And I think that's the important part because a child never learns risk unless he's internalizing what his own abilities are or what he thinks or she thinks he can do or they can do. Right, but at the same time, I think maybe sort of the Broffenbrenner style, like going out of farther, I think for adults, right. a lot of what adults worry about is not their own sense of like that child might get hurt, but it's more about what is that parent going to think or what is that administrator that's never in the room going to think. And you start to worry about things that... You start to be ruled by that fear that, by that, that, fear, that, yeah. that, that the author is talking All about. In trouble. But the, the flip side is also... Yes, but the flip side is acknowledging that there are different, different risks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. or different uh, perspectives. Yes, Why? yeah. When you do that yeah. Bronfenbrenner circle, it's like, well, okay, like the ability of my program to keep running if it's something I believe in. I mean, right. being very right. exaggerated here. Well, that is a pretty big risk if you are going to risk, you know, that someone would do something to limit what you do because they saw you doing something that they didn't think you had right. yeah. safely under control. I mean, yes, it can. You could say that that's fear based, but you could also say that that's just taking a wider perspective on what what the risks are in a situation well even from a develop going back to the developmental standpoint and looking at it like the visual cliff that's why we have baby gates not because someone's gonna think i did something wrong and let my kid fall on the stairs like no i don't want them to get injured because my child doesn't know right yeah i could fall i'll fall down this 
furious driving right. what we're doing. Yeah. And not stepping back and actually really doing our own assessment of, well, is this really... I mean, you can't plan for everything. Right. Know? Right. And to... <laughs> and accepting that is... You'll be able to actually deal with things better, probably, if you accept that, like... I'm in old. the classroom with the children. Yeah. It, you can't it, it, plan for everything. So here's, all right, so now, now we're getting. You're an we're administrator. Going, I'm an administrator. So we're gonna, and we're going gonna... someplace a little bit different than maybe we started, but like I, I was just talking with a friend this morning about the recent, uh, I don't know, I guess debacle of school in the snowstorm in St. Paul. Right, right. Mm -hmm. You can't plan for everything. You can't know that that's all going to happen. Right. But, but the, there was also like a complete failure of, of systems. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, so where's the balance between having. A system in place that's going to help everybody communicate, because that's right. what broke down. That, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, Versus, the fact that kids got home a few hours late isn't a problem. That wasn't the it's main the communication. problem. And it, yeah. and being ready. I mean, yeah, you know, people. There was like no food and things like that. I mean, right. you know, I mean, that was a simple snow delay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm supposed to have a closet full of water right. for the earthquake. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so, but, but I mean, what like, happened was people actually stepped up, and and. Parents came and found yeah. different ways to get their kids. I mean, it, in fact, I th thought I heard something where some kids thought this was the best thing ever because they could be in school and not have to worry about going home and and shoveling or whatever. Right, I don't know. Right, yeah. right. Probably different if you're a kid than a grown up. But maybe that's the the idea that or that you can't. You, there's no way you can plan. We don't have a a lion, uh, an escape lion contingency plan in our handbook. <laughs> But, you Don't know, say that they'll put one in now. Right, yeah. there's going to be something that might come in. However, but maybe, I do. I do live close to the zoo. That's what I was going to say. And, right. and, and orangutan got loose and once. That and you, but did you have that protocol in he, your handbook of how add, you go? You'll have to add that now. But, but I think it's maybe it's going back to that. It's not so much having, and maybe it's kind of the way that we also think going back to the the world of children, is that we need to plan and give them the steps or the strategies. To follow this sequence. Maybe I'm thinking it more so the way that teachers, maybe some teaching right. teaching programs are planning. Here's your here's your classroom I mean, so management skill. What we've sort Follow of this moved protocol. into is, is critical thinking. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, really, and so, do, are we just saying we don't trust people? I guess to have <laughs> right. critical thinking skills. I don't trust skills. people. Period. But that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, who do we not trust? You know, obviously, obviously, we don't trust young children to have critical thinking skills because they don't have developed prefrontal cortex, and we know that they don't. Right. Have it all going on. No, I might, I might disagree I, I, with you. No, a bit I'm, on I'm that. speaking broadly. Okay. I mean, but you can see why we don't leave children in charge of decision making in all circumstances. Right. But I mean, what are we saying that then we don't adjust, we don't trust adults to have critical thinking skills right. to assess situations? Yeah. I mean, that's the fear. The I mean, real fear is not trusting each other. I mean, right. it's now we're going all the way back to trust. Right. The real fear is not trusting. That people will be able to, like you said, people did step up in the mm -hmm. in the St. Paul snowstorm situation. Um, I think there has to be some kind of balance where you really are trusting the children and you're trusting the adults. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I think we've gone uh, with with using fear so much. We we've given all the all the decision making to the to the adults without giving the mm -hmm. children a chance to even show what they can do in risky play. Um, yeah, I'm, think, right, I'm thinking right. about I'm thinking about my grandchildren. I've got I've got the girl will climb up as high and over these things, whereas the grandson will not. 
-hmm. Even though he sees her doing it, he's already measuring his risk. Mm -hmm. But if I'm there telling him, oh, look at so-and-so, Lizzie did it, why can't you do it? Or that kind of thing, which adults sometimes do, because mm -hmm. they're thinking, well, it's not so risky because she can do it. Right. And and this does gets, that make any sense? Yeah, yeah. So in a way, we've been talking about adults, mm -hmm. right? Because we have that culture of fear or, you know, we're being governed by fear. But we don't want to bring that to the kids. And children mm -hmm. do a really good job of assessing risk for things um, like height, speed. You know, they tend to be able to say, mm -hmm. okay, oh, that, I don't want to do that. I can't do that. They watch someone else go down a slide that's really fast. And they're either going right. to think, I can't wait to do it or... I'm not going near that, you know, yeah. like... Well, and the other thing is, um, they also read your fear. Oh, yeah, definitely. They will read your, your, your the That's adult's risk ass assessment. Sure. And that will stop them mm -hmm. from trying things that they might right. try. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, if we're going back on the topic of governing by fear, the goes back, and it, it's rooted in trust because... The reason why it works is because I can't make the choice or that something bad's going to happen. I won't know what to do, so you should do it. And then if someone's saying, here's all the bad things that are going to happen, oh, you're right. I should probably, you probably know what's going to. And so I think there's that, which goes back to really taking, allowing the opportunities to trust, mm -hmm. having that trust exchange in the early years. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm trying to think about like, but there is a role. My brain is stuck because there is a role for fear because we just said absolutely yeah. we just said kids are using their often legitimate fear to make their decision, but we don't think that adults should be ruled by fear. I mean, I'm just is what right. our conversation okay. just sounded yeah. like to me. Do well, I make I don't sense? Think... But so yeah. what? Yeah. And I know there's no answer. I know this is like a circular conversation that we often have. Because I think I think the adult fear would short circuit short circuit it sooner. Their 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 attempt at risk. Well, I think that term ruled. So it's not uh -huh. that you don't have fear and it informs what you're doing, but ruled I think means like you aren't really thinking critically. You're shutting off the critical thought and just mm -hmm. saying. No, something might happen rather than thinking, what are the chances of it? How could I minimize that risk? All that mm -hmm. critical thinking goes out the window. So I think it's not that you don't have fear, but that fear is just simply one component informing the decision, not ruling everything and just like short circuiting is what you said, right? Short circuiting, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That, oh, which, is fear, well, which is fear's job. I mean, it, it is. Well, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. you're right. Yeah. That's, it's <laughs> true. Survival, yeah. The survival mentality. <laughs> Sorry, we're reading, reading too many brain development books. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. But it, <laughs> supposed to run from the right, lion but, really fast. But that's the thing. Without is, thinking so about it. So our brains right. will do that yes. for a lot of different things. Of course. And no, that's I, yes. the problem is that right. yeah. that's where then we have to use the critical thinking of like, no, it's really not that right. bad. Because that's what happens <clears throat> if you live in a sort of a monoculture and you meet someone from a different culture. Right. That fear response. You get the first. fear response yeah. and you have to have that... Uh, um, frontal lobe sort of saying, no, it's okay. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable because the language is different. The customs are different, but I can just be a little uncomfortable and deal with it. And so mm -hmm. it's that using that, um, overriding the fear when you can't, when you, when it's okay to. Mm -hmm. And so having that as part of your process, I guess. Yeah. Thank you guys for, um, entertaining my my thoughts here and questions and yeah i think we need to talk more on yeah. this topic mm -hmm. soon okay so lots we of, will. lot to think about thanks thank you for listening to teaching with the body and bond 
We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn. <laughs>